The following podcast is for information purposes only and is not suitable for retail investors. Hello everyone, today is Thursday the 1st of February and I'm joined by Lorenzo Laposta. Good morning Lorenzo. Hello Tom, thank you very much for having me. So today we're going to be talking about credit and in particular the spreads we've been seeing in the US in both investment grade and high yield credit. Before we discuss what's been going on, would you be able to briefly you know, provide an overview for our listeners of what credit spreads are? Sure. Uh, spread is effectively the difference uh, in yield between a fixed income security and that on a um, U.S. Treasury of a, an equivalent duration. Um, U.S. Treasuries are widely considered a benchmark safe haven asset. Um, so, you know, the yield on those is pretty much considered risk free. Uh, so the differential between a bond um, and U.S. Treasuries is the premium that investors are demanding to take on that additional risk. Wider spread uh, indicates a riskier security, given that investors require just a high yield to you know, take on a greater risk of a firm defaulting on its bond payments, uh, perhaps due to you know, weaker balance sheets or maybe when economic conditions are just more difficult, uh, for example. Uh, then uh, corporate debt is often divided into two separate categories, uh, the lower risk investment grade bonds and the higher risk um, high yield credits, which uh, you know, their groups are typically determined by rating agencies like uh, S&P or, or Moody's, for example. Okay, Thank, thanks, Lorenzo. So, um, as you know, you mentioned when, when, when spreads are wide is because investors are taking a more cautious view on credit and therefore are essentially demanding to be paid more for what they view as, I guess, a higher risk. Um, so when we look at spreads, it can be quite useful to compare where they are compared to their long-term averages, firstly to, to gauge how investors are valuing credit and also to see what their risk appetite is like, re- relative to history. Um, so what we're seeing currently are these spreads below historical averages, about 50 basis points in the investment grade space and about 150 basis points in high yield indicating that investors are very happy at the moment to take on some extra risk. Can you explain why this is? Yeah, so uh, yields came down quite a bit in 2023. Um, and you know that meant investors had a, actually a very strong year, especially in the high yield space, where um, index level uh, return was about 13% uh, for the year. And that was because of a combination of a couple of different dynamics. Uh, first one was that markets uh, eventually decided that the battle with inflation was won and that uh, projections for rate cuts uh, were actually increasing in the future. And the second was um, perhaps also most important um, that um, no recession eventually happened for, you know, for, for a year and more markets were worried that recession might come in, in 2023 or 2024, but eventually didn't. And markets now think it won't come. Um, certainly not in the immediate future. And this really was supportive for credits um, as obviously you know, a, a slowdown in the economy could have hurt companies' profitability and you know, just made it harder for them to repay on their debt, um, especially in the high yield space. So you know, these two dynamics really helped out um, sentiment in that space and, and boosted uh, growth for the asset class. So quite an optimistic picture, one would say, kind of being painted in credit markets, which I guess you could say is somewhat surprising, given we're not completely out of the woods yet in battling inflation or even avoiding recession. But investors certainly seem confident 
Um, is there perhaps a chance of over-complacency? I think you're right. It, it definitely is uh, an optimistic view. Uh, but only last week, US growth continued to defy expectations, uh, beating most economists' expectations. So, uh, you know, the prospects of this sort of Goldilocks outcome have uh, been improving. Uh, but then, on the other hand, previously reliable indicators like inverted yield curves or leading economic indicators are still signaling a downturn at some point. So, yes, you're right. Um, you know, it's been um, a little bit surprising that investors seem so confident uh, in the state of the economy and on the outlook for high yield bonds, uh, given that the picture isn't really 100% clear to me. So what, what's the outlook then on credit as an, as an asset class at the moment? Well, as I said, uh, the optimistic view in those spreads leads us to take a cautious stance on the asset class. Uh, when spreads are so narrow, it really doesn't leave much space for error. And if the outcome doesn't play out like markets are expecting, uh, then any disappointment in growth figures or perhaps a reacceleration in inflation has the potential to cause these spreads to widen again, which means losses for bond investors. What I think should be re-emphasized here is that you know this I think is a very good opportunity for active management, um, certainly because you know if the outcome ends up being worse than expected, uh, then companies with stronger credit and healthier balance sheets will be in a much better position to weather the storm, um, and you know continuously pay back on their debt. Um, and you know finding companies like these requires a thorough fundamental research, uh, which you only get from experienced credit fund managers. Um, so, you know, there is an opportunity there. But certainly the asset class um, per se, it's not uh, the most attractive it's been in some time. Certainly, you know, spreads, in our opinion, are quite narrow and not necessarily rewarding for uh, the risk you're taking on. Yeah, I agree. I think quality is definitely important at the moment. So thank you for speaking to me today. Uh, to today Lorenzo I know you're a busy man I think I think it was a good broad summary of the situation and I'm, I'm sure our listeners found it useful so thank you for joining me and I look forward to speaking to you again next week thank you Tom uh, thank you to our listeners and speak next week for professional advisors only the views expressed are those of momentum global investment management at the time of recording and are subject to change without notice Momentum Global Investment Management has used all reasonable efforts to ensure the accuracy of the information contained in this communication, but we cannot guarantee the reliability, completeness or accuracy of the content. This podcast is for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell. Momentum Global Investment Management, company registration number 37330094 has its registered office at the Rex Building, 62 Queen Street, London, EC4R1EB. Momentum Global Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority in the United Kingdom, registration number 232357, and is exempt from the requirements of Section 71 of the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act 37 of 2002 in South Africa. In terms of the FSCA FAIS Notice 141 of 2021, published on the 15th of December 2021. For complaints relating to Momentum Global Investment Management's financial services, please contact distribution services at momentum.co.uk. 
your capital is at risk.